With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey everybody, happy Friday, episode 661 of Coach Unplugged. I'll make this a quick one. Go over and check out our sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, uh, mention Coach Unplugged and they'll give you $350 off your next purchase. Everyone needs a shooting machine this time of year. Everyone needs to work on their craft and, and shooting and uh, um, it's a great way to do it, especially when with small numbers in the gym. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Community, video, one-on-one calls, office hours, um, I, I don't think there's anything like it on the market. Um, I, I would think T-Tubes members would say the exact same thing. And I would also tell you that um, <laughs> the feedback I've been getting this week um, for the workouts and the stuff that we've set up for individual teams, and it's not like it's going to cost you $800. It's going to cost you a membership. That's all it's going to cost you. Um, and then uh, I will set up that for your team. You can sign your team up. They can go in. Um, each individual day and work on that low specific thing. So um, anyway, go over and check it out and let's head off to the podcast. Exactly. And that's where, that's no, where you know, I've, got a, that's I've a, got a lot of respect. I've got a lot of respect for C Reese at Oak Ridge and he does a great job with those guys. Um, but yeah, like you just said, you know, there's some, you know, well, it's hurting the kids and recruiting the you know, scouts there to watch them. And, you know, and I, my thing is always, you know, it, it happened in the district semifinal this year, um, Crystal River. Um, you know, we were more talented than them. We beat them by, I don't know, 36 or 37 at home earlier in the year. Um, but Coach Irvin did a great job of getting his guys ready. And they came out and uh, got a little bit of a lead. And they right. went to a delay game. And we were down 14 points with three minutes to go in the third quarter. Right. Um, but, we, but we had to, you know, if we're just going to pack it in and say we're going we're gonna to lose and then that's up to me, but we can't, we, we put it, actually, we made an adjustment, went to a 2-2-1 half trap, which we hadn't done all year. We've right. done a full court 2-2-1 half trap. You know, when we went, we, we went to it to get them out of it and we sped them up enough. We ended up coming back right. and winning. And, that's and my theory too. So here's, this is a stats teacher me too. The people make all these observations about these games that are like that, that one game, yeah. that's one game yeah. out of thousands of games right. in Florida right. that are not right. 
affected by the shot. So one yeah. game should not affect you, you. You might beat somebody 122 to 64 too. We're going to talk about that one too. Sure. I mean, here's my issue is this is another, I'm not going to get on a shot clock tirade, but <laughs> my shot clock is our team's got guys that you give them the ball and there's eight seconds left in shot clock. They're going to take a decent shot. I'm going to run a set for them. We're going to set. You think about some teams in Florida that have schools of bad team. What are they going to do when the shot clock gets below 10? Like they're literally going to throw the ball over their head. It's going to be absolutely like, that's the issue is I think they see shot clock. They think they see collegiate. I think they see all this. We have enough hard enough time to run the clock, running a shot clock is going to be a whole. Right. No, that's a whole nother. Yeah. yeah, That's a whole nother. (laughs) And and I I agree with you. I think that if you go to a shot clock, you're going to see, do you you guys have shot clock in Wisconsin? We don't. We don't. I I, I fought it hard. It was coming. I fought it hard. And see, like the other thing, I think you're right. You're going to see, like what you see in division, what you see in college basketball, two, two, one, one, two, two. Not really to try to, to press, just to make no. them take eight seconds to get the ball off the court, so there's less time to run a set. Right. And yeah. well, um, so here's what's going to happen: you go to 30, 35 seconds. I'm going to run two, two, one. I'm going to make you take eight seconds off. Now you're going to be at 22. We're going to we're going to pack it for 15. Yeah. Da, 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 and then you're going to run a set, which is probably a high ball screen or a wing ball screen. We're going to da la la. I mean, I can just yeah. see what's going to happen. And it's yeah. like okay, but I don't yeah. think we want that. I personally yeah. don't. That I, yeah, I don't know. I sound like I've I've been porch. against it. Yeah. I was against it when they brought it. and the other you know the, the and other you thing run I, when you run a system it would work well for you. you want speed right. you want to get up and right. down I do too yeah. Yeah. I just don't think it's good for the game in that yeah. point. I think well, we should make and, the court wider to be honest yeah with you. definitely definitely <laughs> the, I agree with that the court's yeah. too narrow for these bodies yeah. at least at my level what's your if you go to one sporting event what would it be University of Florida football in the national championship game. Okay. Uh, favorite pregame meal? Um, we uh, what does she do? Uh, Sammy Joe's Pizza. Carol caters all of our food for pregame meals, and she does a um, big ziti, big ziti for our guys that we all love. So okay. big ziti. One thing you do to relax? Read. One skill not being taught today? So Mid range. One coaching technique you consider important? We started doing yeah, we started doing this a few years ago. Um, statting every single practice with a point system. We have an assistant coach, um, and uh, um, it's her job to sit in every scrimmage that we do, even in the, well, any competitive scrimmage. Um, we give points. You know, twos are worth two, threes are worth three, assists are worth two, defensive rebounds are worth four. We put a big premium on that. Offensive rebounds are worth four, so on and so forth. But by the end of every practice, we know who's done what in a, in a rubric so that at the end of practice, you can look and say, well, you know, who, who did what in practice? Not who thought who we thought did what or who we want to do what, um, but, but who, who had the best practice. Yeah. And then yeah. we keep it. We got a Google sheet that we keep that, that tabulates it for the week. And, you know, I tell the parents in our parent meeting beginning of the year for the varsity. Um, and I, I would love to get it to the JV. It's just it's hard to. We have two, we have two coaches. I mean, I, I film mine and I feel like, oh crap! I, you know, I try to go back and watch it. But to even that's awesome if you have somebody that yeah. started. Yeah, the the stadium in real time has been awesome for us. It, the kids love it. You know, after practice, right. they're coming in while while she's tabulating and figuring out who's got what. Um, if if we don't have it done by the time practice gets over, I'll text it on our group chat to them. Um, but I also tell our parents at our parent meeting, like, I don't, I don't play favorites. I play, you know, numbers don't <laughs> lie, and I play right. the guys that are going to help us win. And if you don't, you know. And I tell them all the time, you know, you want to talk about playing time. We're not going to have too many discussions about it. But if you do come in and, and talk about it, um, you're going to look at why they're not playing. Right. And and we apply that we apply that same rubric to games. And then we know, you know, who's doing what and uh, who's earned the playing time. You, and you it, run a talented and gifted program for basketball players, coach. That's what I tell That's them. Right. 
Like I'm running a talent for the gifted program. I mean, I love this too. It's like, you don't think I'm going to play the best people that I think can help us win. You really don't, right. you know, I've, right. I've coached right. almost 600 basketball games. You know, we've won a lot. You don't think, you really don't think I'm going to play the best player. Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. I get it. Um, anyway, yeah. uh, best basketball player you've seen in person. Like coach. Like, no, it can be coach. It can be seen. It can be going to a game. I mean, I'm trying to think. I mean, obviously NBA guys, but I'm trying to. Kevin Knox. And where? Yeah. He's from Tampa Catholic. Plays for the New York Knicks now. Um, (laughs) Drubbed us in the Final Four in 2017. He had 40. Yeah, so he's got a special place. I always always put put my NBA guys on on that list. It's like, well, I coach them every day, and they're in the NBA. They're probably on that list. Best player of all time. Michael Jordan, hands down. I think more I watch – first of all, don't spoil it, because, I mean, I actually lived it. but, But I never knew he never went to a Game 7. And I never knew he never lost. He never lost when he got yeah, there. In the yeah, in the finals. Yeah, I knew it was six and zero. Oh. Yeah. It's like, yeah. well, there you go. We uh, Bill we Russell, actually, maybe you can put Bill Russell in that discussion. Yeah. You can't put Magic. Yeah, and I mean, obviously, my my bias of that's who I grew up watching. No yeah. question. And I I, but I'll be honest. I was I'm from Michigan originally. Had a rough life. Got to live in Michigan all winter, all summer. And got to live in Florida all winter. Um, but I was a I was a bad boy fan. You know, the Pistons, and oh, I did not. Uh, you were that generation. See, I was. Oh, Laker, yeah. I was later Celtics man. Laker Celtics, sure. You, you yeah. were one or the other. Like you didn't like. Yep. You didn't. Yep. Like I was a Laker kid. And then I had friends okay. who were Celtics yeah. kids. So yeah. it's like, and talk about different styles. There was a different style. Like, Completely. But that's what you don't see as much in the NBA as much. Nope. Yeah. Anyway, don't get me started. cookie cutter. No, it I agree. cookie well, cutter. Yeah. That's why yeah. leave yeah. high school the way it is. I love that some states have shot clocks. I love that some yeah. states have have. It ain't hurting the recruiting. What are you talking about, the recruiting? Right, I agree. If you're any good, they're going to find you. And they're going to watch you in July in Vegas anyway, you know? Yeah, exactly. And, and Coach Hodges always... You know, when he starts talking about shot clock, every time he hears shot clock coming in anything or taking time off the shot clock in college, he's like, they're just taking the coaching out of it. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's mm-hmm. taking coaching out of it. Yeah. Um, I know. I sound just, like the old yeah. guy. Get off my porch. Get off my lawn. Get off my lawn. <laughs> get, off, get off my lawn. <laughs> That's what I sound like. But I don't care. <laughs> Like, I, and, I, and I've said this in, like, no lie, 500 pod. Well, I won't. I'll wait until I ask the question. All right. Um, uh, one thing you help become a better coach. Uh, um, my family. Um, getting married and having children. Yeah, and that puts it in perspective. That's actually a life lesson. Everyone, When you're old enough, everyone should have kids because it puts life in perspective. Absolutely. One thing I would change about the game is I'd get rid of the jump ball. Jump ball, wow. We, first of all, here's why. They're all, the accountant that's working during the day and then come to officiate my game can't throw the damn ball up at the beginning of the game. Do yeah. it like three times a year. Oh my God. Just give the damn visiting team the ball and let's go. And then you can do alternating possession. Or we can shoot for it. Or shoot for it. I don't care. Shoot for it's it. It's like, like, why are we throwing the ball up? Just, I mean, there, and there was one yeah. time, oh, first of all, you'll love this. I hope the officials listening to this. We had a foul called on a jump ball. Like that's how we, our rival in our league, the guy threw the ball up. My guy jumped to, to tip it and he called a foul on my guy. On the guy jumping. Wow. Never wow. seen it. <laughs> We lost by three. Never seen. I go, what are you talking about? He fouled him. He grabbed his arm. I go, no, he didn't. First of all, I said the toss was bad. Second of all, he didn't grab his arm. You made a bad well, toss. And and I, I mean, I don't know. I'm like, has the game even started yet? Because well, as soon the, as he tip, throws it, I think it has. Can you? The clock doesn't start until he tips it, right? Till it's touched. I so, would. I mean, I I would think so. I don't. I mean, know. I don't know. So bad. So bad. <laughs> anyway, I've never. They're yeah. so bad at throwing the ball up, though. Yeah. That's the thing. Now, you then, got you guys have alternating possession, though. Yeah, everybody the, has alternating okay. possession. I think, but okay. it's that I didn't know if you guys were still jumping it. Yeah. We're not in the like 
get, let's get rid of that. In the college game, why do we do that? Give the visiting team the ball. Who cares? I like it. You become hey. a team, you'll get the ball. I'm all right with that. Yeah. yeah. It's like, that's, that's well, my, I, I'm going to push for that at the NFSHS or whatever. I had an official, you just made me think of something. I don't want to get into tirades <laughs> about officials. Not, that's but okay. I had an official uh, four years ago that I spent our, I checked with the, I checked with the score at the table on the way in. Um, yep, your ball coming out, right? Checked with the book. And so I spent, you know, the first three and a half minutes of, of halftime, you know, talking to our guys about settling down, doing what we got. And then I spent the next two minutes drawing up the first play because I wanted to get into our press, mm-hmm. um, what we're going to run to get our, it was a go-to play. We're going to get a shot here. We're going to score. We're going to set our press and come out. And I'm already, I'm, I'm drawing, I'm feeling good, you know, and the official gives the ball to the opposing team. And I said, it's our ball. I checked with the book. He said, you had the ball at the end of the first half. He said, you had the ball. Like it's like, it's like, like, like because, <laughs> oh my God. I was oh, like, yeah. we had the ball at the end of the first half. So, so, so if we would have handed it to them, then it'd be our ball. You right. know, if we'd handed it to it, we, we had it like 90 feet from our basket. Like, Right. What does that mean? But I mean, I was like, he was thinking summer I, I, AU ball or something, man. I I went and sat in the middle. I asked some kids to move. <laughs> I was so mad. Oh, I, I went bet. and sat in the middle of our bench, kind of. Oh, I do I that. One of those. I'll grab my towel or something so I don't <laughs> say anything. So, I, so you'll love this. This was like Wesley's era. This was like oh four oh five. We came yeah. out at halftime and they knew the other team so well. That they knew it was our ball. We lined up the wrong way, and they threw right. the ball, and we got a layup. And the, and the other it. people looking like, "What's going on?" It's like, "Well, we're going that way. You're going that way, but it's our ball." And it was like they didn't even talk to me about it. It was the best thing I've ever seen. And the other team's like freaking out. I go, "Didn't defend us." We right. it's ball. not. Yeah, first yeah. game against like, oh my god, I've never seen yeah. anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. I could do a whole podcast on weird things I've seen. Yeah, I love um, it. Yeah. Uh, best game you've seen in person. Best game I've seen in person. Uh, hey, coach. Hope you're enjoying the podcast. Uh, a couple of things that don't doesn't cost you a cent to do. You can subscribe and like, leave a written review. We really like that. You can go over to our YouTube channel. Just type in Teach Hoops on YouTube, and you'll find our YouTube channel. Um, subscribe, like there, so you'll always get the updates. Um, next thing is, um, you, if you do any shopping on Amazon, go down below. Click our Amazon link, www.teachhoops.com backslash Amazon. Anytime you're doing shopping at Amazon, we get a small little commission. Helps us with our hosting fees. Be surprised how expensive it is to run one of these. And if you really love this stuff, you know, let me help you. Let me mentor you. Let me uh, email. Let me get on one-on-one calls. Let me show you all the resources that will help me become one of the winningest coaches in the state of Wisconsin. You know, um, you know that's why I'm doing this. I want to help. Coaches become better. Um, so teachhoops.com can do that. All right, let's head off to the podcast. Seen some good ones, man. That's a tough question. Um, I would say the first one that jumps to my mind. Um, yeah, that's, that's just we, – we had we had one this year that would be – we had a four-overtime game in the battle um, against Sheffner Christian this year that we won 117 to 114. I would definitely um, – I mean, I, I put my I put my uh, triple overtime to win a state title in that. And, and, and the yeah. kid – in the second overtime, the kid did a Chris Weber. We're down – Oh, wow. We're down two with like six seconds to go, and he Chris Webbered it. And then we, my oh, point no. guard went to the line, hit both free throws, put it into the third overtime. <laughs> In the state final, so wow. yeah, yeah. It's, oh, it's crazy. I'll send you the link yeah. for that. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I would love to love to watch that. Yes, sir. Last, yeah. I'll send you the link for like the last three minutes. Unbelievable. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I, I'd say it goes into three or four overtimes is crazy. Yeah, that was our that was the best game that our gym's seen, and, and we've seen some good ones in there in the last five years. Um, the best game that I saw that I wasn't a part of was um, jumped in my mind was came back after my freshman year. I was in freshman year in college playing basketball. Came back to watch Leesburg play Orlando Boone. Um, Mark 
Marlon Bryant, who was a freshman when I was a senior. He was a sophomore that year. He ended up going to USF, and then he played overseas for about 10 or 12 years. Uh, but they... Uh, Leesburg beat Boone in like quadruple overtime at home and Marlon had like 46 or something and, and was just phenomenal. That was probably the best game I've seen as a... It's amazing a how those games stick with you too. I remember a couple from yeah. when I was in middle school. Um, best coach yeah. of all time? Uh, John Wood. Um, okay. The, the, the wizard the wizard i would say so uh one book you'd recommend uh actually a couple there's two i'd recommend um okay. but uh one that i brought some slides if, if you want me to put those up um but uh yeah, one would be up. let's talk about those let's put them up we yeah time. one would be uh when the game stands tall um and that's tall. yeah when, and that's by it's about the uh de la salle out in california won like 228 straight football games i think i've read that book or i've listened to it that's a good book there's a well they made a movie out of it but i actually i haven't watched the movie i read the book i read the book twice it's just it, it, it's a great book on getting kids come together for you know, i don't even know if i'm gonna do it justice it's not about coach it's it's, it's all about the players doing it because the, the players want to yeah. do it and moving it and and it, i could talk about it but it's it's really but it also details a season of theirs so it's a chapter on how they built what they're doing and then it's a chapter on who they're getting ready to play that week and they're playing like you know they weren't playing you know they're playing like long beach poly and they're flying out to play st louis and hawaii and, right um so yeah pretty cool but the you know, the, the big you know and you know, their coach, his name is Latikur. Um, The biggest quote of the book that sticks with me is that the championship we win and the banners we can hang on our walls aren't as important as the memories that we're going to hold in our hearts. The book, I think, either starts, explains how there was all these, like, banners and these things that were going on in the walls. And, and then there's just, like, this time where it just... No, like they didn't even have them anymore, and they'd kept winning like state championships because they didn't lose for like eleven years. But like they only had like there was a state championship banner from the first year. There's state champ, but then all of a sudden all of it was just gone because nobody cared about that anymore as much as just being their best. It, it was just it was just really well, that's an really awesome impactful. that's an awesome sign. Yeah, yeah, really impactful. Um, yeah. So that book, but then a uh, book I read about ten years ago, and then I pulled it off the shelf this year. Um, actually weird, you know, kind of how coaches brains think 4 a.m i woke up in the morning and went out to my bookshelf and i got uh the five dysfunctions of a team out uh, by patrick lencioni and this is what kind of guided us through this year we had a, a group this year that was really talented but all of them kind of thought that they were the guy um so uh you know tried to you know it, it talks about what the five dysfunctions of a team of any team are and it's written from a business perspective um he's also wrote um, the five temptations what, of a CEO. In, 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 what are the five? What are generically the yeah, five? Yeah, so let me pull them up. Yeah, I'd love quick. to. I'd love to talk about that for a second. Yeah, because I'm guessing a lot of coaches that are listening to this—that's the issue mm -hmm. they have. Was it in the email? So basically, you, you, the two books you you listed are two different books. One book is a about a team that's building culture. <laughs> yep. And one's about teams that's struggling to build culture, basically. I love that. Yeah, and the, the five dysfunctions, it's it's a parable. So it's really okay. easy to read. It's short. I mean, it's I mean 100 and 230 pages, but, okay. but it's written as a parable. Okay. Um so the five dysfunctions are, as you can see them, um, they are absence of trust, fear of conflict, vulnerability, lack of commitment to a common plan, avoidance of count of accountability, meaning low standards or no standards. And then the biggest one is, you know, results, self goals over team goals. Um, but the book goes into, you know, diving into each one of these and 
and how, you know, what that looks like and and what you need to do to work on each one of them. Um, so what we did was if, if you got five dysfunctions of a team and I had my staff read it as well, we got into, well, if you got five dysfunctions, those are five things that are, are always going to be in the way of a team. How do we combat that? Um, so absence of trust, you know, we've, we've tagged it with, you know, you're going to go through stuff together, right? That's why we do the, the, the practices the way we do we practice. Right. That's why, you know, the scrimmages. The, the, I'm the telling you, that's one of the awesome. reasons we go on the trip that's what yeah, we yeah. went down Absolutely. to I'm telling you we, yep. we were we didn't do what we wanted to do this year, but we were a different team when we came back and had won that tournament yep. because yep. the trust that they built over those days in the hotel playing, yep. I mean, that's yep. second to none. I'm telling you. Absolutely. Absolutely. We actually did, um, we did a trip this year. Just, it was only 35 minutes away, but we, we were over at the Elks Lodge. They got a, It's crazy. I'm in the middle of the Ocala National Forest. I'm in the middle of nowhere. They got a 3,500 seat arena and uh, we were able to play. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's the Elks National Convention Center and they held, okay. they held a tournament there this year. We got to play a team from uh, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, who was really good, won the 3A state championship there last year. But biggest thing was we stayed the night and then played another team the next day. But yeah, staying in the cabins and we turned it into a team retreat. But that's the kind of stuff, that kind of stuff. Really knowing each other, though. Like, you know, certain places is probably different. You know, some places still kids grow up together and they go to the same high school and all that right. kind of stuff. But, you know, in Florida, it's very transient. And especially our school, you know, we well, get I think in bigger cities, we notice that in ours even a little bit, you know, probably half of them don't, it's because it's just a big city, people move, you know, all the time. Right, absolutely. So something we did, and I took it from Bobby Kennan at UNF, University of North Florida, um, the five H's to really know each other every day after practice. We started with the staff and worked, worked our way down. So we had, what, 17 people to get through right. and 19, including the managers. Uh, but we did the five H's of the heart, um, history. We want to know a little, you know, a little history about you. Um, who's your hero, what's your highlight, what's your heartache, and what's your hope. Um, and, you know, do they know when guys, they have to do that? Yeah, we would set it up and tell them, you know, listen, tomorrow's your five H's. And there'd be some days that we didn't quite get to it because practice ran late or whatever, but we always kept it on the bottom of the practice plan and we tried to get through everybody. And it was, it was, it was very powerful. You know, a lot of, you know, some things came out, you know, and, and I told guys, you know, to talk about as much as they were comfortable talking about, obviously. Um, but it was, it was pretty cool. Some of the kids that never really opened up um, at all really opened opened up and talked about themselves and, and we learned some things about each other that even I didn't know about some of them and, and where'd you get the me. five H's from I love that I got it from Bobby Kennan he's the assistant coach at University of North Florida he read it's it, it, it's a book that he read I don't remember what it is I could find out for you okay I love um, that and I'll text it to you yeah. I'm gonna do that because I, I mean yeah go ahead I'm sorry we, we do some we do some stuff too like well in the huddle yeah. we'll do something you know something good about you something good about someone else something good about us kind of thing yeah. but I love the five yeah. H's because it shows them being yeah, it, it does and then you know i love the hero part of it um the highlight part of it you know the, you learn some things that guys had done you know and some of it was on the court some of it was off the court um the heartache though is really where it got real is right. you know like when you're able to share something that you've went through um that's that's been hard for you and like you said that vulnerability but then finish it up with the hope where's your hope and you know what are you doing this for and what's your why and how can we help you with that right I love um, that. and then you know doing stuff together um going bowling uh you just said it going on a trip you know we do a thanksgiving meal every year um where the whole team comes over my wife cooks thanksgiving dinner um we even get out of practice a little early for that and uh or don't have practice if it's and, uh, girls are early or late you know just the more we do stuff together the more they're going to trust each other and, and and me and and each other the, the more we're the more and our kids 
high school kids. They, that's what they do, man. They their their job is to figure out adults, and they're really good at it. They're really um, good at it. <laughs> yeah. So you know, when they know you care about them, they'll do any. You know, that's the simplest adage in coaching. But you know, if, if they know you, they don't care what you know until they know you care. Yep. And they'll run through a wall like for you if they know you love them. They'll run through a wall. Yeah, absolutely. And and you know, just as much stuff as we can do off the floor together and hanging out, and you know, and and it is a fine line. You know, I've had to grow through that some too because you know you don't want to always let your guard down around your guys because you want to maintain the coach you know leader you know but we we talk a lot about that with you know once we get in the gym that's we're walking through the work zone once we get out of the gym we're and and i've talked because i've been doing these podcasts that's what i'm missing right now because this is where i can be more vulnerable this is where i can connect with them and i can't because you know i can but i can't they're not in my room i'm not seeing them every day i'm not saying hey what's your who you playing with this summer blah 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 you know you know all that kind of stuff i'm not i can't do it because they don't know what's up. I don't know what's up. We're all kind of in this limbo. Um, yeah, I had to tell, I told the coach the other day, we're all preparing for things that we're probably not going to get to do, <laughs> you know? Right. Um, we really are. We really are. Yeah, so, yeah, but because that's what he asked me. He's like, well, why are you doing that? I said, well, I mean, uh, I'd rather, I got to be prepared for it in case we are able to do it. You know, right. I can't just, I don't well, want to I'm preparing for, I'm preparing for that we can't. So what I'm preparing for is like, what can I give the guys to stay connected? Yeah. What can, what ways can, you know, do we have to play Marco? polo on the thing you know what because i i i officially can't do anything with my guys other than just i can reach out to them and that but yep. i can't do any basketball stuff with them because right. we're still in school quote unquote right um so i'm well, waiting right. till they get sure. that clearance so i can start to do this and let's do this yep. and blah 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 um but i love that i'm gonna i'm gonna come back to the five dysfunctions is great i love that all right yeah. last parting word coach for for a young okay. coach for someone that's listening do you have any parting words i appreciate you staying on holy cow you're the long one my pleasure man um no i love it's it's been a i appreciate you having me and during this time it's great to, to spend time talk seeing and talking I love to talking hoops, <laughs> yeah <laughs> well yeah. i hope um, but so what is it no. it's me right now may june july august september october november december so seven months i'm hoping in seven months i get to see you in person i'm not sure that's it <laughs> i'm not sure that wild? i mean you know what my you know what my ad said because i asked him i said do i gotta go find that conferences are we gonna be able to you know if you're cleared if it's a flying thing, we always throw you in a bus. And I go, right. oh, I never thought about that because we that we would yeah. be contained in a bus. Right. Man, lots of drive to. Um, yeah, and I mean, hope the toilet works. Yeah. Right? <laughs> that was we would leave. That- we would leave late evening because they'll sleep. You know, you, we would get a good eight <laughs> hours in before. Yeah. Um, before they wake up. Before they wake. Up. Before they wake up, yeah. they're always hungry. Right. But they're um, Yeah, we uh we actually were thinking about going to the beach Saturday because they open it up and, and we haven't left we haven't like I said we haven't left the house or the yard really for like 45 days because my son's high risk right. we were going to think about going to the beach uh, just to get out of the house and just go find a spot by ourselves you know and sit down and then I said to my wife I said but as we're driving over there we've got two small kids they're going to have to go to the bathroom right. we're not going to get out and go to a gas station I'm not going to that's going to be a nightmare right, and I said right. then what happens if we get right. you know what happens right. if we get to the beach and somebody's right. got to go to the, you're not going right. to use the public bathroom right you know, so. I know that's the well we were talking about my brother has a place in new hampshire like driving out there maybe in august and yeah. stuff like i think i can I, we can get there in like 17 hours or something we just right. we just gotta right. get gas and we just gotta stop to go to the bathroom um, right. so it's right. like can you can you do that safely is the question and it's like all right coach hey coach hope you enjoyed that make sure you subscribe and like go over right now stop join teachups.com say i want to become a better basketball coach i want to win a state title i want to learn what it takes to make my take my team to the next level well i can help you do that um, I've been through all the battles you've been through. Let me help you through this great process we call coaching. All right, have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+ plus. terms and conditions apply. See website for details.